When our bodies get tired, guess what? It's going to shut down. <laughs> no matter where we are, it's going to shut down. Today was my day. I ate a solid. Next thing you know, crashed out. My body was tired. And when our body's tired, we can't fight that. We can't fight that. We got to obey. <laughs> Let me tell you guys this. A lot of pain that we have physically, it comes from pain emotionally. Listen to Holy Spirit. And a lot of that emotional pain is because how we feel mentally. A lot of prescriptions are for physical pain, joint pain, headaches. And you understand? A lot of things. Stomach aches, back aches, knee aches. All that pain, it comes from emotional pain. Because we hold in things too long and it builds. It's not healthy. The term stress can kill you, stress can kill you. One of the quickest ways to take you out, take me out. And that's why when we're stressed out, we start looking old. Start getting gray. Vision start being blurry. Start twitching and moving uncontrollably. Because we hold in too much. And we're not created to hold things in at all. Do you know that? We're created to say and see. Not feel and hold. Holding things in. How many people you came around and you know who to tell things to and not because... They can't hold it in. How many times you didn't hold anything in? Because we're not supposed to. Some things we say, it's too good. I cannot keep this to myself. But they said, be quiet. Not created to be quiet. Even when things are going wrong, I got to tell everybody. Because we're not created to store information that needs to be exposed. Because we are carriers of the weight of God's glory due to us being a solution. Holy Spirit used us as a solution every day. A lot of pain physically comes from emotional pain. Holding in things too long that we don't even express. We don't get out. We don't jot it down. Music cannot cope with how you feel inside. Because the writer who written that song was not thinking how you're thinking. So they can't relate to you. Hear me. You can be pain. But their pain is not your pain. Because they are not you. You understand. Listen to me. A lot of times we sugarcoat everything. Get that. A lot of times we sugarcoat everything all the time. A lot of times, all the time. Too many times, all the time. Being honest, being modest, 
won't have no interruptions in your sleep, nor your day, your mind, soul, will, body, and emotions. Same goes for me. We feeling weighed down because we are weighed down. With encounters that was not okay. Many of us walk around with things we heard somebody say that we heard that they said, not verify what they said years and years ago. And guess what? It's not always true. That's why when you sit two people down at a table who did not talk to each other so long, both begin to express and both will say, I didn't know. I didn't know that. I didn't know you felt like that. No, that didn't happen that way. No, you took it wrong. Oh, okay. Now we have a better understanding. Got it. But if we don't sit down, if we don't communicate, that can never happen. And we're going to keep being bothered. And we're going to keep trying to meet new people and bring in the old ways that we have on the inside because we didn't get them out. And it's not fair. It's not fair for someone to have to carry around insecurity and then put it on somebody else. Had them go through what they've been through. It's not fair to be popping off at the mouth as we do so quickly with people because we didn't get our things out that we need to get out. It's not fair to release any problem and we are curious as a solution. Stress sits everywhere in the body. Everywhere in the body stress sits. There's good stress and there's bad stress. You ever got so excited to do something and your stomach was bumming like, oh my God, can't even sleep at night. That's good stress. Negative stress is I can't sleep at night because I'm bothered. I'm angry. I'm tired. And many of us are very tired emotionally, tired mentally. And we're making it and we're making it and we're making it. But we can't make it too far. We have to get that stuff out. Someone tell you how they feel, but don't want to hear how you feel. Doesn't matter. Get it out. And get it out to the right people or the right person. Let's not get it out to the wrong people and it get back. Hallelujah. God will send you back or send someone back to you just to bring forth his glory. A lot of times we say, I'm over it. I let it go. No, we didn't. It's still there. It's still there. Stress can tear your skin up. All kinds of breakouts. Wrinkles. It can tear your vision up. Very blurry. It can tear our senses up. They're not functioning as they ought to properly. Hair falling out. Hair turning gray. And we say it's wisdom all the time. Losing too much weight or gaining too much weight. We try to find coats and different things of this world. How many times you have gotten upset 
and just went to go get yourself something to eat because you know what you like to eat helps you feel better, but that's a substitute. Drinking, cursing, sex, they are all substitutes. I've been hurt, so I'm going to hurt everybody that I come in contact with. Substitute. Many people want to be married. But there are a lot of things inside. And it's not fair to a person who went through a process to have nothing there and come along with somebody who has a lot of things that was hidden and has been exposed there. That's not okay. How many relationships that you've seen or been in that looked it very well in the beginning until a person got comfortable? And what comfortable means, they felt like it was okay to let how they really feel out. Oh, you're controlling. Oh, it has to be your way. Oh, you can't keep nothing, you understand, that we say. You have to tell everybody everything all the time. Oh, all you think about is what you can get. You don't like to clean. You don't bathe much. You look clean, but your house is dirty. You look like you're productive, but you really don't do anything with your time. Productively. You smile, but you're angry. Not talking about you. I'm just speaking, being used by Holy Spirit. Because you and I can feel a conversation we're about to embrace before we even get there. And that's called discernment. Many of us have people to feel they can get whatever they want. And as soon as they hear the word no for the very first time, they'll know how to handle it. And guess who fought it is? Stress sits everywhere. It will have you to feel isolated. It will have you to feel numb. Organs begin to hurt, need prescriptions. A profession is a profession. It's a job. Many are educated. They have a good job. When it comes to speaking to someone that's very good, a psychiatrist, very well. But you have to know their job is to keep you coming. That's how they get paid. So many are not going to sit there and tell you everything at one visit. No, I'm going to keep you prolonged coming here so you can keep paying me. Just like going to the dentist. Do you understand? There's nothing wrong with you. There is nothing wrong with you. People heal differently. Some heal with anger. Some heal with bitter. All that stuff got to come out. 
A lot of us current things around from childhood. I was neglected. I was abandoned. I didn't say much. I talked to these group of people or this person, but many of us get married and our spouses don't know nothing. One of the worst things I see in a man face, I'm telling you a married man face, and I mean a man period, he feels so troubled to see his wife be insecure. Because you know what? That's a conversation that a man don't feel comfortable with having with his wife because she is insecure. I can't talk to you about you being insecure because there goes a fix. Then you and I go get into it because you don't want to admit that you are insecure. Come on. Same go for ladies and men. That's the worst a spouse can ever perceive from their mate is insecurity. You don't have nothing to be jealous of, man or woman. Nothing. Somebody don't take you for granted. Somebody take you for granted. Don't take you seriously. Then go to God about that. Don't take that. Don't entertain it. And let's stop entertaining demons. I realize how prophetic I really am. Because I don't know anything I'm saying. That's why a lot of times my words stumble up because I'm just opening and Holy Spirit just flooding. Excuse me. Flooding the words out. And demons are fleeing. Many of us have too many dark presents around us. Too many dark presents around us. We don't have to pretend outside the four walls. No, we can see how each other feel because we both have the same enemy. He's trying to destroy you and me. So I'm going to tell you how much the enemy try to get in our meetings and groups that we have to talk about things like this. We don't anymore. Now it's about where you going. What's your next project? What's your next move? How the kids? We're talking about things and groups. And that's not helping what's really inside that got to come out. Let somebody come to you while you're going through it and say, how do you feel? Now, are you okay? I'm not going to say no. How are you? Blessed, highly favored. We know how to answer. But if somebody say, how are you doing? Really? Because I know we have an enemy. And I love to talk to you and you talk to me. There's trouble on every side. And sometimes it's like the walls clashing in. It's not about money, not about things. I have that. I'm bothered some days. I have certain arguments, disagreements some days. And it's with the same people. During that time, within the day, 
I keep listening to word and it sounds so good. But there are things inside that has to come out. Meaning our feeling I'm explaining. It has to come out. Shopping can't help this. Driving around can't help this. You think the devil want you to connect with me? When I expose all hidden things? The devil could be telling you right now, don't listen to Quenisha. Aren't you tired of seeing her? She don't have to do all that. Always post it on Facebook. We're here, we're here. We already heard we're we don't have to hear today. You don't want to feel less than around Quenisha. Don't give you examples how you may feel about you two. You don't want you around. The devil gonna try to say these things to you. Oh, you definitely don't want Q around your man. Yeah, I, I, I don't. You don't want Q to have you feeling less than who you are because what she's doing, she's not playing, she's serious. You don't want her to see no hidden things. You don't want her to call you out due to what she see. How many of you, honestly, went from honoring me or someone honoring you so much and it stopped? Like you feel like you been forced just to say something nice. You used to want people or person around. I used to, and guess what? Now you don't. Who is that coming from? The devil don't want you with me. He don't even want me to be. Why do you think he want me with you? He don't want you with me. One thing I do not do and I cannot stand is psychological mind games. We have to stop trying to go above and beyond in the wrong direction just to gain information out of people that we can just simply ask. Taking somebody all the way up around the woods, just go right there to the address. That's why we have so much pain, so much aches from stress. Stress. Knowing that you heard a bad doctor's report and you and I agree, what do you think we're going to feel like? Stress. You say I'm going to die. That's not time to throw no party. And we're stressed. I realize the devil is not playing around. And I mean that seriously. Right before you and I about to do something so powerful, there he goes. Trying to distract in a way it seems to be so fun for you and I. The things that we used to do. That's no longer fun for us. It was never fun in the beginning. 
He don't want you and I to be, make an impact. He don't want you and I to impart in each other or other people. Every time we're about to do something, you try to bring tiredness, bitter, thoughts about we need time for ourselves and not be a help to somebody else. Stress will kill you. Don't allow anything within that God say keep around and not within. And that's the trouble on every side. I can never go from honoring you to not want to be around you. We have to stop allowing Satan and us to feel threatened about each other. Feeling intimidated regarding one another. Whether I'm single or married, I, Quenisha Hood, will never be a woman to push any of you ladies away because I feel threatened by you. See, God will use a vessel to bring around you to get you and I back in position or to get the going further than where we are because sometimes we get comfortable. Seeing me and my son's relationship help other people is not to say, oh, I'm a less mother of you or you're better than me. God would never, ever say a thing like that. So why would we feel that way? No, we have to step our game up. You know why? Because we excel. A higher dimension. Can't stay where we are. No matter how long we do what we do, it's going to have to come up higher than that. If I sit around and eat, 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 I'm going to gain, gain, gain. And if I see you in a good shape, why should I be upset with you? Because you don't sit around and eat like I eat. Come on. It's the Holy Spirit. If my relationship is prospering and yours not, then that's, guess what? That's God showing you not to be like us or to push us away. No, God show me what to do so I can also be prosperous too. Because now we're asking God for the wrong things. I don't want things. I want him and everything else be added. Because if I think about things, then my attention is right there on that. So it's going to eliminate me needing to ask for what I ought to ask. So I'm going to have all these things and yet still stressed out inside. Have all these things and still bitter. Going into my beautiful home, bitter. That's a house and not a home, actually. Getting married, angry. Getting married, insecure. Getting married without patience. If I don't get my way, I'm going to be upset. Getting married, got things in the closet that should have been out. Come on, someone. The devil is such a liar. It doesn't make sense. We start out with so many people and when we do the things of the Lord, many leave. It shouldn't be that way. It should be more added. Not many leave because you and I are doing what we're supposed to do. 
we're just an example of Christ. Being an ambassador. God will have you and I around people who is a great model of that. We can't get mad. I can't get upset with you. Because your merch look great. I can't feel jealous about you. Don't want you around me. Because I don't like that feeling I get when I'm around you. Of intimidation. Come on, tell the truth. How many of us can admit something like that? Not many. Not many. I realize I'm not a person that's me. I'm very sweet and very gentle. But when Holy Spirit is speaking, that's fire of Holy Ghost. There's no plan around with Holy Ghost. Fire. Because the devil, he has no authority. He has no power. But he comes in ways that gains our attention. And he knows just what to do to gain it. A lot of us is food, drinks, sex, TV, and too much of any of the things that we shouldn't even do. He know what people to bring around us for us to change our minds and consider what we don't consider. That's like somebody giving me too much change and I don't tell them. Very deceiving. All the pain physically, it comes from emotional pain. Too many parents today are stressing over being a parent that was filled with many mistakes. Many of our parents feel like they owe us for what they did not do because they was just living their lives and not manning up to their responsibility fully. And some of us children, even some of our children, can let it go and say, my parent is great regardless. And some not letting it go, but still putting up around the parent, putting up with the parent, but still feel animosity. Feel a lot of anger. The devil is such a liar. He will try to send wrong people to you because the right one is coming closer. I seen someone. And I nearly wanted to break down and cry. 
because I thought that person really cared about me. And then I'm a person that I would give you the clothes on my back. I met that person by just being nice. I realized that person was living in their truck. We know each other from around the way. I can't see you like that. You can keep my couch just so you save up and get you a place. That person was always out of the way, always clean. I mean, too clean. I never seen nobody bathe so much and bathe so long. Thank God utilities were included. And guess what? That person out of nowhere pulled a knife out on me and was not afraid to use it. Now you imagine going to your kitchen and that person out of nowhere snapped about you don't have no idea what in the world is wrong with you put the knife down no 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 it's okay you can see the anger and the hate in a person's eyes about whatever was going on inside I wasn't even all the way dressed I was in my bed you on the couch with great friends only. You pull out a knife. Because that person forgot where they were. That person was so ashamed that that person just left and I haven't heard from that person and God had me to see that person on my birthday. And I saw that person look totally different. Stress free. I don't know that person's story, but things like that happen when we keep things in. They try to give us medication and all types of medications for all kinds of diagnosis mentally. Bipolar, schizophrenia, ADHD, and there's nothing wrong with us. We just need to let those things out and many of us don't want to do that. How about that? You hurt me. 
Don't speak about it for the whole world and direct. No, say it to the person. You hurt me. When? Where? I don't care how long ago it was. Ten years ago. Okay. What happened? This. Oh, my God. You were bothered by that? Yeah. It doesn't matter what their response is. You get it out of you. Don't leave that there in you. Don't leave that there on the inside of you. Today I felt so overwhelmed. So many things are being done. And so many things I have to get done. Now God had me to have things done by a certain time. And it was like too many things to be done at a certain time. And still taking care of home first. Because I realized, wait a second, my clothes are balled up in my closet. I haven't mopped my kitchen floor in days. Gotta stay in the face of God. We have to stay in the face of God. So we can receive much more strength. I went from two outfits to all these clothes I got for my birthday. I even got some outfits that had not been made for the store yet. Having family connections with designers. That no one has these outfits yet. So many great things. And I mean so many great things. God is doing. We can never say we're too busy. We don't have enough time. I'm overwhelmed. Gotta really calm it down. And stay in the face of God. There's no point to be showing up for meetings and functions just to say we went. No, go and receive and release somebody else. Because I realize it's not things that you need. It's God. That's it. I can't take the attention off of him and put it on what he can do. No, just know who he is. And let him do what he already written down. Don't add in or take away from that. We think about things too much. Guess what? We're going to start trying to figure out what can we do to get what we see or what we want. And many of us, we look so well on the outside, but on the inside, come on somebody. Many of us are very toxic. We like chaos. We like drama. We like anger, bitter, greed. 
Many of us don't like when things are going smooth in people's lives because we feel like it's not going smooth in our lives. So listen to Holy Spirit to get rid of that negative report is to know that you are whole. See, the physical pain can come and go. Emotional can come and go. But to be made whole is gone and it will never come again because you went through a process to get it out. If I'm angry, that's going to show and it's going to be expressed in every part of me as a being. Many of us want things to be our way, very controlling. Many of us are very insecure due to how we look, comparing it with other people, how we live, how we be, and we're trying to compete with people who's not even trying to compete. And we see them as a threat. And we push great people away. When I was married, please excuse When I was married, the person I was married to, I was building and building and also being builded. But somewhere down the line, we realize we are not for each other. And if a person is not happy, it doesn't do with you, how you look, how you cook. If they're just not happy about the entire thing, they're going to go out there and try to find what can cause them to be happy. And what happened with that is there was some cheating involved. And so I felt like how can you? What am I not doing? I'm doing the best. You, you, hold on. Do you even know who you have? It has nothing to do with that. And many times we think that like I thought. I have a great job to bring in great money. I know you don't need my money, but still, I'm good. Look at me. Inside out. Don't play with me. It has nothing to do with that. If it's not meant, it's not meant. And I would feel insecure when other women came around. Don't come near us because I don't want him looking at you. Great people wanted to come around, weren't even thinking about us. I didn't want no woman around, especially looking happy, dressing well around me and the man that I falsely married because I was threatened due to me. You don't have to be cheated on. Many of us just feel insecure, period, and have a great person. I'm just giving you my testimony. And that was like, you know, I couldn't stand watching TV with this person whenever we did. Because every time I look around, 
someone shaking their tail. And some people want a reaction out of you to see what you'll do. If you're jealous, then that means that you care about me. If you're not, that means you don't care. Isn't that deceptive? And I start getting angry at innocent women. Don't come near us. Keep your fine tail over there. And it was getting the best of me to the point I was trying to compete with every woman that wasn't even trying to compete with me. So I started doing things to gain attention. And it caused it a lot of violence. A lot of violence. Has nothing to do with verbal abuse or physical abuse. Which one is worse? Abuse is abuse. Verbal, physical, does it matter? Mental. So I know what it's like to feel threatened by someone, which we all have before. I'm just bold enough to admit that because I'm free from that. That's why I can say something. We're not going to talk from a place that we are actually feeling or encountering negatively because it's still there. That's how you know it's out when you and I can talk about it. We don't have to feel jealous. That's what's tearing up many of us women now. Can't even get along with each other because we're so jealous of one another. I know that you're beautiful. I know that you're kind. I know you're this, but I didn't know it was all like that. I don't want my man to start feeling like he wish he met you, even though he know he could never have you. See how we think? You see how we think? And that causes so much pain, emotionally, mentally, and physical pain. The person I seen on my birthday apologized without apologizing. They apologized with a hug. I'm sorry. It was as if nothing ever happened. I was very, very bothered by that. That's why I don't, you understand, take too kindly or too lightly of who I let in my home. Someone else would ask to borrow things 
in my place before? Sure. You want to borrow some what? Hot sauce? Sure. Mayonnaise? Okay. I never had that before. I heard about it. People knock on your door and ask for things. I was excited to have that. I never had that before. No one ever knocked on my door and asked for things like that. I'm like, sure. I mean, you can have it. And I was like, I wonder if I'm going to encounter someone having it longer than what they said they was going to have it for. Because I was excited. I was like, oh, my God, I never had that. I know. You're like, why don't you want that? I just, I never encountered it. And I heard about people growing up like that, knocking on the door for sugar and, you know, all kinds of what, Kool-Aid, whatever. You understand? I was like, oh, my God, somebody wants some mayonnaise. I was excited. Here, mayonnaise. <laughs> you want to catch? Sure, ketchup, plenty of ketchup. More ketchup. <laughs> I, tell you, I, start, I start speaking Asian. You understand? More ketchup. Trying to tell you. For free. <laughs> I'm telling you. But guess what? When I was going to get some of the items, the person took a set of my keys and made a copy of them. And it was reported to me, this person is going into your apartment while you at work. Whoa. And guess what? I noticed a lot of my undergarments, underwear was missing. Wait a second. It's just me and my kid. It's been just me and my kid for over eight years, nine years. No man is here. I ain't no man. <laughs> Nobody even come here. Not even no woman. <laughs> so where's my underwear? And they're the good ones, the beautiful ones, the ones I, the designing ones. Where are my underwear? Where are they going? I know I, you know, I washed it. And when you're a person with things are in order, you know what things are. It's not like things just thrown around like, ah, oh, oh, it might be over here. It, might, it could be anywhere. No, I know where things are. I know exactly what I have and where they are. Come to find out, that person was going into my apartment taking my underwear. And had a woman living with him. So a lot happened with that because that's very dangerous. That person had an obsession out of nowhere. I had to give a description about this person on my job. Hey, hey, Quenisha, look, that guy right there. Did you show us right there? Where? He'd be gone. What? Is there somebody in the bushes? Yeah, that's the guy that push. Oh, God. Uh-uh, you got to call the cops. Call the cops. This man is a creep. You understand? The person apologized. They went through healing. And what I mean healing, they went through therapy sessions. Healing sessions. A lot of things were involved that I'd rather not mention, but thank God that that person got the help that they needed. And God removed me from that place. It's not that I let any person in my home. No, these were neighbor. This was a neighbor 
that been a neighbor for over seven years. Hey, good morning, good morning. Everything good? Yeah, hey, how are you? Your woman? Hey, your kids? Hey, how are you guys doing? Had no idea. You wanted to borrow things you didn't even need just to grab a set of keys and made a copy and went back and put it back where it belonged. And I had no idea. Hallelujah. So people can be carrying things around we don't even know. And you thinking that God is taking long to bring you someone? To have you to be joint with someone? No, God is actually sparing you from things that you're not even aware. Now, it doesn't mean that it's bad. There could be good things God have in place for you to encounter during that time for you to be joined. But it's not for us to try to figure it out, whether it's good or bad. Just know that God is before us who could be against us. He knows what's best for us. Because sometimes we're hearing people be healed and go through a healing process, and we didn't even get started with our own healing. Because God had no access to show us that we need the healing too. Many of us don't even know how to admit that we were wrong or made mistakes. I notice if you talk about a person a lot, people are very excited to hear what you have to say. But if it's things that's being said that may not you know, should have been a good idea to share. And we have a lot of things that don't need to take place, take place. A woman who's insecure, any of us who are insecure as women, we're not going to want a woman around our man. No, we're not. So we're going to try to avoid each other. As much as possible. Because we don't want you around our man. Same goes for men too. I'm not bringing you around my boys. And what does that say? All that pain and hurt inside. All that insecurity, low self-esteem inside. That has to come out. Because I'm going to tell you, it could be shown in our children too. Many who are insecure, children are insecure. And they just want to be around themselves. Don't want to let people in. Because they're afraid of encountering someone that they may think is better than them. And that's insecurity. Many of us women, we have to stop and let that out. And many of our insecurity came from relationships or being abandoned or not getting what we want in life, whatever it is. Many people feel that they are successful right now because they had this as their model, their slogan. 
I'm going to be better than my parent. And not in a good way. They That's coming from anger. I'm going to make sure I do better than what they done to me. Especially with my kid the whole time. We're actually doing worse. Because that pain on top of that pain begets more pain. Now our children is walking around with the same thing going on in them. It's a shame that some men and women would have us to feel those ways, but their ways of feeling came from some way, some place, some encounter. And we cannot allow people to put whatever they're going through on us. They wait with your weight, you are definitely weighed out. Many of us are very insecure and we just really try to cover it up and dress it up. You doing something now, I got to do something. That's a competitive spirit that comes from insecurity. Your merge look good. Okay, let me step mine up. Let me show you what my merge is about. We don't have to. Insecurity. And I'm telling you, women to woman, woman to woman, to all the women, listen to me. That's the worst thing a man can feel from his wife is insecurity. That's saying you don't believe in yourself. That's saying that you can't even help me because you're not helping yourself as a help me. How can you help me? You can't even help yourself. How can you love me? You don't even love you. This has to be an episode. 